Do you guys know this? to have a podcast and have like 13 different personalities keep on vetoing every time you record? Like I, I, I click X like all the time. And it's not even like when it's the full episode. It's like just the beginning. You'll, I'm just like, no, you can't start like that. Nope. Veto. 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 It's crazy. Anyway, welcome to Being Well is Hot. I'm your host, Shakira. And I hope you guys are having an amazing January. I hope you guys are being consistent. I hope you guys are achieving your goals. I hope you guys are staying positive. Um, and if you're not, it's all it's all right. It's all handy dandy. It's fine. Handy dandy. What the hell is good with me? That sounded like some Disney Channel shit. Anyway, but <laughs> I always say anyway. I feel like anyways, like one of my top used words. Um, what an avoidant, right? Just just saying. Um, but this episode is very important to me. It is dear close to my heart because she is a sweetheart. I have a guest on the show. This is the first time I have a guest. Um, if you guys don't know her, she is Kayla Rose. She has a podcast called Skinny Dipping. Skinny Dipping. Can you like what a cute ass title? First of all, if you are telling me something's called Skinny Dipping, I will buy it. I will see it. I will hear it. Whatever. You know how amazing skinny dipping is? Have you ever done it? You should. It should be on your bucket list for this year because it's you feel like a little magical mermaid goddess when you do it. Um, my first time skinny dipping was actually in the night, so it was kind of spooky. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I can't elongate a conversation out of a word. I cannot. Anyway, um, she's a sweetheart and i hope you guys enjoy our conversation we talk about healing we talk about our goals that we want to do for this year i think we just talk about evolving and just you know normal issues that any girl would have um but i just enjoyed my time with her so much she's a sweetheart um yeah without further ado here you go my conversation with miss kayla rose Hi, Kayla. Hi, I'm beautiful. So um, I was driving here listening to your podcast, and the first one I clicked on was I think it was um I, I forgot what episode, but it was it was something about my Virgo rising. Oh, um, needing to rest or something like that. Burnout, yes. burnout. Oh my god, burnout. Yes. I yes so yeah you're do you know about astrology do you is that like something you like I do like it I read it um I like like looking stuff up all the time but I wish I knew more you you want to explain mine yeah Virgo risings they just like really can they can just be super hard on themselves I think really with Virgo risings they come into this world with a lot of judgment not for others really but for themselves and they really want to be perfect I feel like Virgo Risings are the type of person that, like, has a color-coordinated coordi- notebook or, like, something like that. And I, I don't know. I-, I have a lot of friends who have Virgo Risings, and I just am always reminding them, like, you're doing so well. Like, stop being so hard on yourself, you know? I feel like there can just be a lot of perfectionist tendencies with scorp- uh, with Virgo Risings. Oh, I have the worst perfectionism. Like, I, it's so bad. And, like, um, one of my goals this year, and that's what I really want to talk about here, um, is, like, healing uh, a bunch of things. And, and I know one of the topics you like is, like, healing isn't linear or stuff like that. And I, I, I love that because <laughs> I fall off all the time. And Same. I'm always telling people, yeah, it's really hard. But um, I'm always telling people that as long as you're getting back up and trying again, that's that's what counts. Totally. And I actually just made this TikTok a couple weeks ago and it went like super viral because I think so many people resonated with the message that um, basically in the TikTok, I was like saying that it's important to fall off and it's important to fall off the tracks and get lost because every time that you get off your path of wellness or your journey of your mental health or or whatever journey that you personally are on, what I notice is that every single time I lose myself, 
when I get back on the tracks, I find myself deeper and in a new way again. I'm able to kind of reevaluate what's working for me and what isn't working for me. And I've been on my like mental health slash spiritual wellness journey for about like three years now. And I just know that every single time that I lose myself, when I come back to myself, I have evolved, I've transformed, and I know myself deeper through like through the pain of not knowing myself and through the pain of healing and through the pain of like kind of feeling shitty and just like not Mm -hmm. feeling good. Like that's when I really get to know myself and learn about myself and, and learn how to develop that deep self love and that deep self acceptance so that every time I come back on the tracks, I'm like, okay, like I have leveled up. Like it's almost like when you kind of fall down and you, and you tumble, Mm -hmm. what happens is like, you learn from the fall stand back up you almost like yeah you learn from the fall and you almost like take a take a step on the staircase almost do you know what I mean right yeah oh my god I love that you take a step on the staircase (laughs) um (laughs) what are your big three since we're talking we were talking about astrology yeah yeah of course I am an Aries sun and (gasps) I am like the fire I'm I kind of am on the cusp like I'm on the very beginning of the Aries season so yeah because of that I kind of have Pisces in me um Mm. wait are you an Aries no I'm a Leo a Leo yeah I'm a first day of a Leo (laughs) honestly the fact that your podcast is called being well is hot is like literally so Leo of you it's so Leo it's like Everything I do, everyone's like, it's very Leo. And I'm like, yeah. I have two Leos. That's why I have my my Leo son and my moon is Leo too. Oh, I lo- my boyfriend's a Leo moon. And I genuinely mm. think that, like, I don't know. I just think <laughs> that Leo moons have the biggest hearts. Like, everyone is like, yeah, yeah Leo is so selfish. And I'm like, no, Leo moons, like, no. they're the protectors. Like, they yeah. they love their people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, basically, I am an Aries sun. And then I am a Scorpio rising. So that's where I get this dark, dark hair from. I like that, though. Definitely my intuitive self. Um, And then I am a Gemini moon, which I feel like just makes a lot of sense for me because Gemini is like um, ruled by Mercury. It's all about communication, speaking. And I think just like my whole life being like the podcast and how I just want to like share words and speak to people and have conversations just makes so much sense with my, with my Gemini. Gemini. So yes, very Gemini. I I always want to like learn new information. I love that. Yeah. I think that I get that from my Virgo. I always want to learn stuff. Um, But I get along with all three of your signs. I love that. Uh, One of my best friends are, is a Scorpio actually. Yeah. A lot of people like talk yeah, they don't like Scorpios. And I'm like, I, I get along with very, like, I get along with the, the like, the strong signs, you know? Me too. You have I actually... Totally agree. The three of your signs are super strong. Wow. That's I am really definitely intense. I think Yeah, it's very intense. My whole them. life, yeah. When my whole life, I feel like people have been like, you're very, like, intense. And I'm like, I am intense. Like, I definitely never will claim to, like, be chill. And I honestly don't really, don't really need to be. I love how our boyfriends were saving the day today. That's beautiful. I know. Wait, Mm -hmm. how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Like a year and a half. Oh, so sweet. We love that. Why? Is is yours, like, a lot? (laughs) No, we've been together like six years, but honestly, a year and a half wow. is a long time. That's like a long time for a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I knew him for like years. We were like best friends for a couple years. So since like 2015, no, I knew him since like 2015, 2016, around there. Oh, that's so cute. I love the friends to lovers trope. Yeah, it's always, it's always insane. I think one of my, another one of my goals this year is making connections because I feel like I, I like communicating with people a lot. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a connection I had for years and I didn't really explore till the end, but very nice, very sweet. Anyway, I wanted to talk about things I want to do for the new year. And I feel like a lot of the things are like falling off track because I feel like people really, when they set goals for themselves, they tend to fall off and give up a lot of the times. Recently today, I, I, I was listening to your podcast too today. Literally, I listened to like three episodes at work. Um, 
and it was about just I, I think like anxiety crazed or something like that because I have a lot of anxiety and whatever you said just really like helped me out because I was freaking out about the smallest things and it just made me feel like I wasn't healed in that department um and I haven't had like a whole panic attack um focused on like anxiety in so long so I kind of felt like disappointed in myself that I went to that space again and it was because of the smallest thing and that's what really pisses me off like it was because I lost like something from work and I was like oh my god I'm the worst and I was all with this negative talk and I haven't done negative talking forever so and I feel like it's because I wanted to start you know the new year so good and I was so pissed that already something happened to me that made me want to like fall off tracks Totally. I understand. Like, literally, my best friend texted me. It was January 2nd, and she was like, Kayla, like, fuck this year. I feel like I've already failed. It's and like, I'm like day two, and it's terrible. It's day two, and I'm like, why? And I asked her, I was like, why? Like, do you really think that your first day of the year, your second day of the year, your first week of the year, your first month of the year, like, sets the tone for your entire year? I mean, if you look back on all the years in your life, don't you see that literally things can change in an instant? Things can be great in an instant, and things can be hard in an instant. And the first week of the year, the first day or two of the year, really, it does not matter. And there's so Mm -hmm. much pressure around you know, starting over and starting fresh when in reality, I think, first of all, it's a marketing ploy from capitalism to get us to buy oh, more shit sure. at the beginning of the year so that we can like feel. Oh, no, I'm not buying anything. I'm not buying Period. anything. This like, is a saving month, a saving month. Yes. This is the beginning of the year. Yes. And then it's just like w- what is happening is like we are forced to think that it really matters when in reality, the beginning of the year, like doesn't matter because us as humans we have the ability to heal and we have the ability to evolve and transform literally at any point in time like Mm -hmm. it does not matter if it's the first day of the year the end of the year the middle of summer the middle of winter springtime Mm -hmm. like every single day that we wake up we have the ability to choose to be the version of ourselves that we want to be and it's also totally okay to have days where you don't feel like your highest self or your best self or your most like Mm -hmm. put together wellness girly that girl self because that's just an illusion and at the end Mm -hmm. of the day like when you are in those really tough places and those tough moments like that energy that that happened for you today like where it felt super irritating and you were super hard on yourself like that is coming up that emotion mm-hmm. and that feeling and that thought is coming up to heal deeper because your little Virgo rising self is going to be like, oh, shit, like I'm not good enough because I did something really dumb and lost something. When in reality, it's just like that feeling of not feeling good enough is coming up so that you yourself can be like, come back to yourself and be like, OK, but yeah. just because I did that, that doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. That doesn't mean that mm-hmm. um, I'm dumb. That doesn't mean that, you know, I am not capable like just because you do one thing doesn't negate everything that you are. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. When you, um, I think you said this in the podcast I listened to, the episode about um, about um, the thing you were doing. What was it? The uh, burnout, right. And you said, you don't see when they call their mom and like are screaming on the phone or crying. And I was like, I screamed at my mom crying. I was crying to her because I couldn't find my ID for work. And it was like the second time I lost it. It was yesterday. Um, but I was I was listening to that and I was I was laughing so hard. I was like that. Ju- everything she just said just happened to me. Like it's it's crazy. Um, this is why I believe in astrology. Like it, it, it can't be too many coincidences. Like. Yeah, no, and, like, the reason that I said that in the in the podcast, like, you never know, like, the person who seems so put together what's going on behind their life. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like so many people will be like, oh, my God, like, look at you. Like, you're making this money. You have this business. Like, you have so much good shit going on. You're healing wellness girly. Like, what could be wrong? And I'm just like, no. Like, I literally will, like, scream Things cry happen. on the phone to my mom. Like, I will have breakdowns, like, probably seven times a month like I I will like literally have panic attack breakdowns think my life is falling apart thinking I need to rebrand everything in my life like 
I'm definitely not put together. And I just always let my friends know and like try to let people know on the podcast that like nobody fucking has their shit together. And Mm -mm. if you think that they do, it's because that's what they want you to see. Like they're lying. Yeah. not like they're lying, but people just want to be perceived a certain way on the internet. And I, and I don't judge anyone for that. I think everyone can be, can put themselves out there however they want to. But for me personally, like I just want people to see when I'm crying, when I'm freaking out, when I'm having an anxious Mm -hmm. day, because that's so normal. It's so human. Yeah. Oh, it had the worst time. It really, it really, (laughs) really blew my way. Also, I feel like because, um, I figured out it was probably because first of all I was I got my period today and also I was I drank so much coffee I'm I'm back at working at an office again uh, in corporate and they have so much coffee around me I I don't drink coffee at all but since I'm working there again I have been drinking so much coffee and that causes so like your nervous system to go crazy and like caffeine is just isn't good at certain times and too much in excess of it. So um, totally. I, I even and felt myself like moving like my hand and everything. No, totally. And I also noticed like when you said you got your period, like, first of all, that means you're on the cycle with the full moon, which means mm-hmm. like you're really looking to cleanse this full moon. And there is a lot of energy coming up right now around emotions. So it's really normal for everyone to be emotional right now. But I also noticed, like, when I started tracking my cycle and paying attention to my cycle, I was just like, okay, two to three days before my period, I have a breakdown and a panic attack Mm -hmm. and think my life is falling apart and think, and I think that, like, everything I'm doing is wrong and that's just not true. Like, and it happened again this time and even when I have, you know, awareness of my cycle, I still, I still have a freak out and I have to remind myself, okay, my life isn't falling apart. I'm just about to get my period. Like, that's just what's happening right now. And all my hormones are depleted because right before you get your period, all your hormones in your body are depleted. And that Mm -hmm. is just going to make you naturally more reactive and just, like, more more sad. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was the first time in a while that I felt so much. And it was definitely because all the caffeine. Because whatever you eat also entitles how bad your PMS symptoms are going to be. And since I was having so much caffeine throughout the month, like, I just had the worst, like, anxiety attack. And I haven't felt like that in so long. So it really showed um, my whatever I was consuming and how I acted. It was it was crazy. Um, yeah. And, and probably just, like, being back in the corporate world must, like, trigger some anxiety, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was <laughs> – that, that's so bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I every job I've had has been amazing. Um, and I, I thank God um, that I can get good good office jobs and good corporate jobs. But it's a lot. It's a lot of stimulation, a lot of working um, on – and thinking about multiple things a day. And I can feel how that can really stress out somebody's life, especially here in New York. Where are you from, by the way? What, what state are you in? I am in Hawaii, so I am born <gasps> and raised on the island of Maui, and I moved away That's for a couple of years, but I, cry. yeah, no, you'll have to come visit, honestly, I love showing, you and your boyfriend should come, me and my boyfriend would totally show you guys around, like, it is definitely a slower life, slower pace than New York, for sure, um, when people, like, move here from somewhere like that, like, they sometimes can't handle it, because you do mm-hmm. have to really be okay with life being a little bit slower but yeah my boyfriend leave like every month or so to go traveling I go to LA a lot and see my friends we're going to South America next month so we leave a lot so I think we don't really get the island fever but both me and my boyfriend are raised on island so this is our home and it's hard to leave when I'm literally like talking to you right now and I'm looking outside and there's like banana trees and palm trees and blue sky beautiful and and I'm staring at buildings out the window (laughs) I'm staring at buildings out the window. It is, of course, in its own way. I think um, city life is is definitely beautiful in its own way. I I, I like the stimulation sometimes. I like people watching. Um, But your solo life sounds like heaven. Like, I I love it. Every time I travel to somewhere tropical, like, I never want to leave. I'm like, I have to move here. You know how you travel everywhere? You're like, I'm going to move here one day. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It's tough. Like, it's tough to leave. I'm always like, uh, like for my career, for connections, like obviously being in L.A. with my I have so literally more friends in L.A. than I do here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, like I definitely would be moving like along things so much faster if I had like more connections and was just like going out more and meeting people. But at the end of the day, I know I need to prioritize my mental health and my body and I know that here I just get salt water and sunshine mm-hmm. and exercise and movement. And I have a lot of time for meditation and being in nature. And I'm like, that is just what fuels me. Even though I do want my business to succeed, I know that, mm-hmm. you know, it can succeed wherever I'm at. It's just going to go at no, different definitely. paces. And, and my mental health is more important than, like, everything blowing up at once, you know? Yeah, it's definitely not for the week. It's very hard. It's very stressful. I don't think I... Everybody has anxiety here. Like, everybody's struggling. Everybody's stressed out. And I think it's just something we just learn to live with and, like, cope and kind of balance out. Um, I don't know about it. LA. I've, I think I've been when I was younger. But I the traffic sounds terrible. And I don't like it. And, like, everyone no. here in New York, you don't even need a car here. Like, you don't need a car in New York. Um, over there, it sounds like half of my life is going to be in the car in traffic. Um, no, it literally is. Like whenever I go, I spend so much time in the car and I've thought about moving so many times just because I have so many friends and and so many people out there to work with. But I'm like, uh, I do not want to drive that often. Like you're literally in the car all day long almost like or you just no. have to like stay in your one area like you just have to stay in your little city. You can't like move around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had a job where I had to drive every single day back and forth Um and my little Virgo rising was like, I cannot make this time not be productive in the car. Because I had like sometimes even two hours in traffic going home from work and to work. So I was like, what can I do in the car to be productive? <laughs> and either I would eat or, or, or listen to a podcast and I'll learn something. Um, I'll just try to do something. And I feel like we're always... Um, I'm always trying to overcompensate for everything and, and do too many things. Um, and a lot of people here um, in cities and stuff like that, they, they don't know how to rest. We don't know how to rest. And I feel like that's very important when you want to achieve anything. You have to take time to, like, chill. And yeah. maybe if I go to Hawaii, I'll have time to chill. Um, yeah, I yeah. No, I think, like, honestly, even growing up here, I still, like, struggled to rest and struggled to chill just because, like, I went to private school and, and my parents really were Me like, too. your education and your grades are so important. So it was like mm-hmm. I was really trained to just, like, do so well in everything on top of, like, needing to get, like, straight A's. Like, like I did, like, dance and theater and after school activities, as so many people do, on top of that I did piano lessons and singing lessons and like Mm -hmm. I always had so much going on that I never learned how to rest when I was growing up and then when I went to college I did the same thing I like never rested ever and when I moved back in 2019 I didn't have many friends when I first moved home because so many of my friends were off at university and I had left two years early I didn't get my I didn't finish my degree um Mm. And basically, like, I had to learn how to be alone for the first time, which, like, required rest and required alone time and chill time. And I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know how to do it. And I still struggle. I still push myself. I still live in that very, like, wounded, masculine, capitalistic, go, go, go energy. But I've really Mm -hmm. learned after, like, COVID in 2020, like, how to just, like, rest and like how amazing that is to just like do nothing like to have mm-hmm. nothing to do during the day is like such a privilege and like I it was definitely beautiful think, yeah yeah it it's beautiful. lovely yeah I think it was like I, I know it was terrible obviously but like it was so good like it was just like I got to rest I got to think I got to like just work on myself. Everything was for me. Like it wasn't, I wasn't doing anything for anybody else. Everything that I was doing the whole day was for myself. And that was beautiful. Um, but you, you, you mentioned, um, how this fast paced life is like a very masculine, very masculine kind of, um, how do you say way of living? 
um, which is which is something I really really want to work on because I've always felt like I was very feminine um, and I'm, I like learning about feminine energy and I and I, I hear it all the time on your podcast now too <laughs> but but um, living a slower life and not having to worry so much about everything is something I have to work on like I have to work on it because it's something that it's definitely deep rooting into like how much anxiety I have all the time and um, I'm always worrying about what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right and all that and um, even worrying about others um, but very I feel like sometimes I'm too masculine to kind of just like protect myself and feel like I can do everything myself you know no, totally. I definitely, um, I definitely understand that too. I get the same way. I struggle so hard to, to be in my feminine energy, to rest, to give myself permission to do nothing, to play, to be creative. Like I definitely prioritize the masculine energy, and like we need both. But I, I, I I'm there with you, dude. Like I'm still on that journey. I also have perfectionism and want success and and sometimes prioritize that over my own like well-being you know okay I love that we all have that what are some what are some things you want to heal this year what are some things because I definitely feel like last year I've learned a lot and now this is my year where I can actually work on it now that I've learned everything that I had to learn last year yeah no I I totally think that's so beautiful for you to recognize because I noticed when I first started my journey, the beginning was a lot of learning, like a lot of information mm-hmm. intake. And then last year for me was like a lot of deep healing, like That's like beautiful. relationships ending, just really my life being tested, the course that I thought it was going to go going a different way and me really having to learn how to surrender to the flow of life and what that looks like. And I think this year, like, my my goal is, like, to embody. Like, I really, I really want to focus on the word embody because I've learned so much and I've healed so much. Not like I'm done healing. Like, I'll tell you what I'm healing because I definitely have things that I'm like, okay. I feel like we're, need, we're never really done healing, for sure. Yeah. Because something you new is done. always going to pop up. I think it's also, like, allowing the intuitive healing to come up, I think when I first started getting into healing in general, what happened is I would be like, okay, I healed this wound and now I need to go to this and now I need to heal this. And like, it's just like, that's not how healing works. Like it's going to come up in an intuitive way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I need to go back to therapy. That's what I, that's, a, that's one of my goals. I have to find someone that I match with and I can go and speak to about every day. I haven't gone to therapy in years and I think that's definitely a first step. Yeah, healing and therapy like really go hand in hand because I mean, just like when you are a business and you want your business to be bigger, you go get a coach. So like it's like why for your mental health, why wouldn't you Why do would the you same get a coach? If you want to- Yeah, if you want to get fit, like, if you want to get fit, you get a personal trainer. Like, you go to a workout class where someone can help you, who can teach you, who knows better. And and I think therapy for me is a lot of learning. Like, I go to a very, like, holistic spiritual therapist, and I think Mm -hmm. she definitely has taught me a lot that I teach others. Like, I definitely prefer going to a holistic therapist over someone who's very traditional and I think therapy is all about dating around and seeing who is the best fit for you because it's so important to have somebody that you vibe with and that you trust and and then Mm -hmm. who's going to teach you what you want to know rather than just like, I don't know, somebody who's super like psychology degree based. Like that's just not really my vibe, but that might be somebody else's vibe. So, you know, I think it's just about finding the right match for you. Mm -hmm. I need to look some up here in New York because... No, yeah, all the therapists I've gone to, because growing up, my parents always put me in some sort of therapy, and I've they were all very, very textbook, very, um, fill the little word sheets out, you know, let me talk, and it, it just didn't lead anywhere. I would lie to my mom all the time, and I would be like, I'm not, I, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to go to therapy, that's where I'm going, and I would miss the appointments all the time. I just always wanted to avoid it. I was like, it's not helping me, it's whatever. I'd rather do yeah. my little therapy sessions with, like, friends and stuff or just totally. talk in the car. Yeah. That's also no, therapy. That, 
Yeah, totally. Well, I think what would be really cool for you is to look into somebody who does like somatic therapy. Like, for mm -hmm. example, like I go to somebody who incorporates, you know, traditional psychology elements, but she also um, like puts you on the table and like she does like somatic like body healing on you while also like talking your feelings out. And what happens is like when you're getting body work done, like when someone's like physically like touching you or massaging you or whatever, clearing mm -hmm. out the energy in your body. Also, then it's a massage, so it's, like, so nice. But <laughs> with somatic healing, what's really cool is, like, when you tap into your body, your body holds so many emotions and so many memories that maybe up here, like, cognitively, we, like, don't really remember. Our body is, like, a good key and unlock to our subconscious. So I definitely think looking into somebody who does somatic healing would be really powerful for you because then you can just ensure that they are more holistic and not, like, yeah like just boring I don't know I don't know it's hard though to find a good therapist and you do just have to really honestly ask the fucking universe or whatever you believe in no, yeah, like, I will. like help me out help me out I, like, so, find, I say things all the time somebody. yeah I say things out loud all the time like a psycho like my boyfriend thinks I'm a psycho but I'll say that I'll, I'll <laughs> talk to the you know talking to the world like give me a second I am talking to me in the universe right now I'll talk to you later um but <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you right now hold up you're you're not as important um but <laughs> what is um definitely saying things out loud has helped me um sometimes when I'm not feeling okay I'll just be like um you're okay you're okay you're okay you're okay and even that like it sounds stupid but it calms me down for some reason talking to yourself saying things out loud and repeating stuff definitely like works for me at least um oh, totally me too have you ever heard of like how trauma is stored in different parts of your body and things like that. So I heard that it was very good to do like hip openers, like things that open up your hip and stretching because that's where a lot of your trauma is stored. So a lot of hip openers, stretches and stuff like that. Um, that's something I want to learn so much about. Um, I think it's important yeah, to like, like always move your body. Yeah, no, that's why just in general movement and moving your body is so powerful because you're getting that stagnant energy moving through your body and you can feel it. Like if I'm pissed off or I'm angry and I go to the gym and I work out, it clears mm -hmm. the energy out of me. Like I don't have to hold on to that energy. Like I can release it. And like what you were saying, like especially with women, like a lot of trauma, like in like the womb area and like there are techniques where you can kind of like open your like you kind of like open your hips and then you like close them and you open them I don't mm -hmm. know exactly but also your stomach like your gut and your stomach is your fucking second brain like that holds oh, so yeah. much trauma and memories mm -hmm. and subconscious programming so even just like massaging your like stomach like clockwise and like giving it some love yes, and like pushing I do that all like the, the time food okay, and like, good. yeah no it's so important like just give your body love and like definitely like the stomach area um and then if you drink a lot and you have a lot of like anger or upsets like your liver can get really tight so you can even like massage like in like where your liver is and stuff um and then also yeah for women like definitely the womb area the hips are like a big place where we carry carry things and also like our shoulders like if your shoulder's hurting, mm. it's like you're carrying the weight of the world, like the stress. So I need a full body massage. <laughs> I yeah. go to massages like every week, not going to lie. That like I go to Reiki, amazing. I go to massage, acupuncture, like oh that's my where God, my money goes. <laughs> like the time, where can I schedule the time for this? You know what? I'm going to make time for it. I'm going. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. It's There's about time. making the time. You got oh, it. Yeah. It's not about having gonna... time for anything. I'm going to book time. a massage. That's one of my goals for the month. I have to book a massage. Um, I do sit it. all the time, like eight hours a day. So I have to get a massage. I, I think I have to do it regularly now. Yeah. Um, definitely that is taking a toll to my head too. Like sitting at a desk job for eight hours It's or doing any job for eight hours. I feel like people forget that like, like normal jobs can have such a stress over you and so like can affect um, your mood all the time and having oh, the coffee like I said before like it's it just it's a lot of depressants in one so having to like <clears throat> always stay positive is very hard um, yeah. but yeah that's why I feel like everybody in New York needs a therapist for sure 100% 
I think everybody in the whole world needs a therapist. Like, I'm like, bitches that don't go to therapy scare me. No, no, no offense. I'm like, I'm just no, like, no, what I've, I've gone. <laughs> I've definitely gone like a thousand. I don't know how many therapists I've had, um, but I have to go back and stay. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, it's tough for sure. Does your work like cover, would that like cover on your insurance or anything? Like, could you get therapy covered for free? Yeah, yeah. I just got, I just got, um, into this company so i have to wait for the benefits to roll in so that's great i'm waiting for that that's why i said one of my goals this year is to go back to therapy because now i don't have to pay for it which is amazing yeah it's like it's expensive like Mm-mm, no um what's it called i wasn't um i wasn't working for a couple months i went like on a couple months to europe which was another place where i had to learn how to just live slowly um, I think I asked myself a lot of questions and that's helped me um, a lot to stay positive or to remind myself why I feel some sort of way. Like if something bothers me or something really like annoys me or um, just triggers me somehow, I start writing, you know, and I question myself, why, where does it come from? And I would have never even like touched or learned that about myself if I haven't like journaled it, you know? So that's helped a lot. Totally. Yeah, no, I love journaling for that reason. Like I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, but why do I feel that way? And like, also when I'm like, okay, what's actually underneath that? Like, oh, my boyfriend doing this is annoying me, but really why am I actually upset? Because Mm -hmm, maybe that, you know, initial grievance isn't actually what's bothering me. Maybe it's something underneath. And usually it always is. It's always some sort of, unmet need of not feeling seen or safe or not getting enough attention or not feeling Mm -hmm. loved or heard or whatever that is you can always bring it back to that root need that you are missing and whenever I get to that root need the first thing I ask myself is like well am I giving that to myself like am I Mm -hmm. giving myself the time and attention that I want am I giving myself you know the space to be heard and to speak my truth am I giving myself you know, if I'm annoyed with him not being healthy or something, it's like, oh, but am I giving myself that same sort of like health, like love that I need and my body needs? And most likely it's always no. And that's why I will project or get upset at him because I'm actually like, you know, upset with myself and not meeting that own need for myself and feeling like I need to fulfill that outside of myself with him. But in reality, like that's what like, when I can give that to myself, that's when I'm going to feel more joyful and more fulfilled and more happy in my life, you know? So I do the same thing. I yeah. love journaling for that reason. <laughs> yeah, I actually made him journal. Now he's going to start journaling. <laughs> so that's, oh, yeah, it's right here. His journal's right here. He's very proud of it. Aww. Yay. Um, <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, what's it called? Sometimes I find myself, like, picking at, like, random, like, arguments for no reason and it's because something else was bothering me and I'm focusing like all my anger on him and it has nothing to do with us or him but you know he's gonna be the one I'm taking it out on today and a lot usually like I feel like well recently no but like usually I'm I'm very good at catching myself and I'm like just ignore me like something else is going on and I and I communicate that so he knows that like you know, it's not personal. It has nothing to do with him. It's it's something else that I'm dealing with. Um, so communication, I think that's really good. That's a good tip for like um, when you're not doing well and like all your all your emotions are like bottling and coming up. I'm always like, oh no, or like I recognize, you know, this is not where it comes from, and I communicate that to him or whoever I'm around at the time where I'm not feeling my best or like my mom. Like I, I'm not, I don't feel good and she's around and she feels like she did something wrong. And I'm like, you know, right now it's, it has nothing to do with you. Just give me some time. Like, I would just like to add like something that my therapist taught me. Cause I love sharing all the tips. I love that. Give me tips. Taught me. Yes. Uh, cause I also will take things out of my partner and it's just so unfair to them, especially if they are a good partner. Like my boyfriend is so, mm-hmm. so sweet and so understanding and compassionate with me but I still like get so like upset at him and angry when I'm it's upset normal about something else. yeah it is a part of mm-hmm. it like we do it with the people closest to us like I do it with my uh-huh. parents and I do it with my boyfriend and you know it's still something that I'm healing deeply and something that my therapist taught me is a technique called anything but anger 
And mm. anything but anger is when you try to feel literally anything but anger. Like, Stop mm-hmm. going to anger because anger is always going to be a protection mechanism, always going to be a distraction and the layer on top of what you're actually experiencing mm-hmm. and what you're actually dealing with. So for me, it's just like, okay, if I'm super angry, can I admit that maybe I'm just really anxious about something? I got something else mm-hmm. going on. Like I'm really anxious about not getting this email back. I'm really anxious about my bank account. I'm really anxious about whatever, you know, and just like saying that to him and being like, okay, wait, no, I'm actually anxious about this. I'm not angry at you. Like you said, I need some time, Mm -hmm. but then can I go even deeper than that? Like underneath the anxiety, what is there? And for me, like if I can just like go straight to sadness and like straight to like the actual like emotion, I'm just like, okay, like I'm not actually mad at my partner. Maybe I'm just like feeling sad or unfulfilled or Mm -hmm. anxious. So I think I can go to anything but anger. I feel Mm -hmm. like that little phrase in my head has helped me stop lashing out on my partner because I'm like, okay, what else can I feel besides anger? Because I know that anger is not the real emotion that I'm feeling. It's actually just the cover up to what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times like um, when I try not to cry, is when I get angry. Like, I, I don't want to cry, I don't want to cry, and that's it, I'm angry. Or I'm trying not to get mad. Either, it, it could be the opposite, too. I'm, I'm trying not to get mad at you. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying super hard not to get mad at you, but I'm going to start crying. And that's when I don't want him to touch me. Don't touch me. I'm not really sad. I'm, I'm mad, okay? This is not the <laughs> correct emotion. I'm very good at communicating. That's all, something I'm, I'm thankful for. That I've done. I think that's the Leo. Someone told me that that's a very Leo thing. But mm, the I, 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 mm-hmm, I try. I communicate everything. Like this is exactly what I want. This is what I'm doing. Um, but that's why I'm like, no, I'm not actually sad. Ignore my tears. I'm mad. I just don't <laughs> want to blow up right now. Um, no, that's good though because then you're not getting angry and you're and you're dispelling the anger through tears. Mm-hmm. Like I think, definitely crying and tears are so so good for moving through emotions. And my therapist yeah. is always like, you have to feel to heal. And Mm -hmm. what you like suppress is either going to get really stagnant and really sad and it's going to make you depressed or you're going to blow up and it's going to explode. And that's why you have the stuffers and the exploders, which are like two different categories of people. I'm an exploder. Mm -hmm. So if I stuff things down, it'll explode. But my boyfriend, for example, is a stuffer and he'll get resentful, Mm. you know? (gasps) Yeah, I feel like that's very men. That's a very man thing. Because it is, women yeah. are more dramatic and they'll just be like, <laughs> you know, I don't care. I'm just going to, I'm going to explode. Gonna, and men are just yeah. suppress, 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 suppress. Mm-hmm. Very, totally. very masculine. Um, what else? Oh, I try to avoid things a lot when I'm upset or something's avoiding me. Here, do you avoid things with like, let's say something, I avoid hard conversations all the time. And I feel like that's a very, something that blocks me from getting to a better place in things so let's say I need to have a harsh conversation with we'll stay on the boyfriend I feel like that's more common Um, but let's say I'm trying to have like a a serious conversation right and I'll avoid it or I'm mad at him for something and I don't want to communicate that specifically so I'll avoid it with sex or something And, and 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 I think that sex for some reason heals everything in my head and that's something I learned last year too that you can't fix everything with sex you have to actually you know talk things through and things like that yeah I feel like for me personally like I don't when I'm pissed or mad at my boyfriend like I don't want to be touched so I'm not gonna have sex with him but I do have friends who do that and I don't think that's uncommon I think it is really common to be like it is okay I'm gonna avoid my feelings um Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of my friends who do that I feel like I kind of if I really need to have a tough conversation, I feel like I am so fueled, like I get so like riddled with anxiety that I need to have the conversation ASAP. And I'm like, the quicker that mm-hmm. I can have this conversation, mm-hmm. the sooner that I can get it over with. And I think my problem that I actually want to heal more so is like, I don't take enough time to think about what I want to say or how I actually feel. I'm like, I need to have the conversation now because I'm anxious and I want to get it over with. But then I didn't take enough time to like process how I was feeling. So then I end up saying things I don't mean and I don't take actually the time that I need to process Mm -hmm. my feelings and my thoughts. You know what I mean? Okay. 
we're uh, okay i'm the complete different like i take a whole month to see what i what you can say back to me when i say this like i have like six di different scenarios of how the conversation will play out like it's it's crazy there's a whole strategy and and i and i wrote a whole letter already and i said it out loud to the mirror i've prepared the conversation <laughs> like it's the whole nine yards were done and now now i'm too nervous because i already i already thought about every single outcome now i'm way too nervous to even have the conversation now should i have the conversation i already know all the outcomes so you see, totally. you see how it just escalates. <laughs> I, I see. I, I definitely have friends that do that for sure. And um, yeah, like the opposite ends of the spectrum, I feel like it's about finding the balance of like, can you process for one or two days and then have a conversation? I think you shouldn't. My rule of thumb is like, don't wait more than like three days to have an important conversation mm -hmm. because then you're going to overthink the fuck out of it. Like you're saying, like yeah. you're just like overthinking it so everything. much oh that you don't want to have the conversation and it's like I feel like I do the opposite where I don't want to think about it at all so I just like do it and then I don't <laughs> think about it and then I like say things I don't mean and I can be mean sometimes you know yeah no I try not to be mean I think I, I was very like that um in high school or something and I'll just say things stuff like damn I didn't mean that but that's something like I, I think I learned and then I just went too extreme to the other side I guess <laughs> not thinking too and much but happens. I feel like yeah, I feel like women learn from each other, you know, like I, mm -hmm. different, different kind of things. I think that's when, when, when there's like girl talk and everything, that's very healing. That's why I like connections. That's why I like making a lot of friends, making random connections because everyone's different. Everybody can help you out some sort of way. Um, I love that. That's one of my goals too, to just make more connections this year and I genuine connections and not just like, you know. Um, totally. but yeah, we've talked for a while. I was like, where can I look for the time on this? I was looking at the screen for a while. Yes. No, we, we've been talking for like 45 minutes, honestly. Um, I think, yeah, I think my goal for the new year is like really just about being coming and really embodying and walking my talk and being the person I want to be. Like I wrote out this little notes app. Let me see if I can pull it up. And I was like, what like I get it like I want to you know manifest whatever and I want to create yeah. create certain outcomes and goals which is great but it's like not about what I want to have but like who do I want to be mm -hmm. so I made this notes app and I was like who do I want to be and I wrote mm -hmm. down giving because I feel like my airy self can be like pretty like not so giving and a little uh. bit self to self an amazing communicator because I also feel like I could learn from you on that I need to be a better yeah. communicator um, I just want to live life with more love and I want to live in alignment. Mm -hmm. I want to be passionate, kind, adventurous, brave, wealthy, healthy, and open-hearted. And I think my goal is to just really walk my talk. And like, I know so yeah. much and I've healed so much and like, I, gotta I make still it can revert back. I gotta, go, I gotta, I gotta be who I want to be and like, uh -huh. be who I know I can be. And I feel like I can revert back to old habits and old default modes of like being mm -hmm. reactive and not thinking about what I say. And I'm just like really ready to like be, I, I call it like putting on my big girl pants. I'm like, I'm going to put on my big girl <laughs> pants and I'm going to be a big girl because mm -hmm. I know who I can be. And I know the type of person that I have the possibility to be. So yeah. I'm just going to walk my talk and I'm going to be them, you know? We can do hard things. I always say that every time something's like super difficult, I'm like, I can do hard things. I can do this. Um, I love that. No, yeah, that's beautiful. I think I have to, one of my, I'll, I'll say list, my little list of goals. Let's see. Um, definitely trying to live in the moment. I feel like I had a lot of moments last year where, uh, well, I had amazing moments, but sometimes as they the moments pass, I'll think back at it, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't, I I did appreciate it, but like I wanted, like somehow I wanted to touch the moment more and just be like very present instead of thinking, you know, let's take the picture or like what are we doing next? Just just being in the moment a lot and remembering that every moment is special. Like that's definitely one of the things I want to remind myself and keep reminding myself every day this year. Um, what else? I love that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, 
I really have been focusing on being kind over nice and like you don't have to be nice mm-hmm. to everyone. You don't have to be kind to You're everyone. You're right, kind. I definitely think that when when I get upset at people, like what I what I'm learning is that's hurting me. Like when I get angry yeah. and upset uh-huh. at some random stranger for fucking being the worst driver ever or walking <laughs> too slow or whatever it is, like I'm hurting me because I'm like triggering yeah. my nervous system and I'm getting mad when mm-hmm. I, I remind myself that it's all just the time. Like, right? Right? I'm just like, okay, like, I'm hurting myself. Like, if I could just stay peaceful, like, I will protect my energy. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, I try. Like, it, it, I things like that happen, and then I tell myself right after, I'm like, girl, just, just relax. Like, it has nothing to do with you. Um, but hopefully I feel like I'll get into the habit to not even get to that place to just, like, um, not be mad in general. Um, deep breath. But I love that. Yes, deep breath. Oh my God, yes. My boyfriend texts me all the time, breathe. Just the word breathe. <laughs> sometimes, Just randomly in the middle of the day, breathe. And he doesn't even know that I need it. And I'm like, okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> I needed Aww. to breathe. I love talking to you. That was really nice. I, I can't wait. I'm going to take you up on the offer to go to Hawaii because I, I like Come to travel baby. a lot too. I would Come love baby. that. If I'm here, I'll show you around 100%. Yes. Um, that's If you ever come to New York, I would love to show you around. It's beautiful here. Although it's a little chaotic. Um, <laughs> do you surf? One last question before we leave. I do surf. You do? I learned during... I didn't grow up surfing, but I learned during COVID, and it's so fun. And I'm getting a new board this week. I it's been oh my god for Christmas. Got me like a new custom longboard, and I'm so excited. That is so sur- cute. <laughs> I'll take you guys. I'm a great teacher. I'm a great teacher. Oh, okay, great. I'm a terrible teacher. I'm a terrible teacher at everything. Like I I I, I get so. I know I cannot. Um, but I love that. I'm going to take you up on the offer. And um, yeah, I, I, I love talking to you. I love our talk. Where can we find you, Kayla Rose? <laughs> Where can we find you, Kayla? I'm not used to this. You're my first guest. So you're very special to me. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm so honored. I didn't realize you're doing so good. Thank you. I didn't I didn't even realize I was doing it. I was like, we're just going to have a chat and we're going to record it. That's how I take it. Uh, no, I love <laughs> I'm that. like, I'm That's not This has been such a casual chat and I literally love it so much. Um, well, I have a podcast called Skinny Dipping and that is my main thing. We talk about like the mind, the mm-hmm. body and the soul to create actionable change. I love moving past like the theoretical bullshit and into like actually how can we change our lives? Like actually how can we fucking do this thing and be who we want to be? So yeah, I think a really good like follow-up episode to this podcast would be the one that you were talking about either on burnout um <gasps> yes, or, to yeah one. or to set yourself up for success um I think those are really good ones to ring in the new year so I think those would be great places to begin I'm Sunday's KK on all platforms and that's where you can find me for all my good things and I also have this fun little like ebook out right now that I'm really excited about that everyone should check out that people can do shadow work if they don't want a therapist and they want to just like do therapy techniques without their therapist this is a great thing for you and it's affordable accessible online so that's kind of what i have going on right now but yeah find me at skinny dipping that's my main thing and i'm kayla yeah kayla rose thank, thank you, you kayla